1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the MLB DFS Quick Days. Your Wednesday, July 19th edition. And we have a seven-game early, seven-game late slate recording this on a Tuesday night. Um, Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. Games are still wrapping up. Uh, Things are looking good. Our little pitching philosophy is paying off nicely. Our $4,800 Mr. Smith got you around 17 DraftKings points right now. Can't ask for a whole lot more from that. That's outstanding. Most of the options we used looked pretty darn good up top. The gambles were gambles, and some didn't work as planned. Snell got yanked early. Ross was a disaster. Nukem, yeah. The Smith was money. Told you I liked that upside a ton. Velasquez was good. Novo, not so much. Clevenger was a beast. Loved Clev today. Walk him out bad. Peacock and Kershaw both phenomenal. Over 30 DraftKings points a piece. So, yeah, pitching was there. You could get the bats going. Those Padre bats were very nice and cheap, as we talked about. Tons to like. Let's get into the Wednesday action. Take a look at the weather, which we avoided, luckily. But Cubs Atlanta, nice and warm in that one. But that will not be on our slate, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, it is. Never mind. Let me. That doesn't sound like it's on our slate. No, it is. Son of a gun. Yeah, that's right. R. A. Dickey's pitching. Never mind. Cubs Atlanta. Nice and warm in that one. Great hitting environment. Uh, Yankees, Twins, not bad. As you go down some more, Rockies and Padres are going to get into the 90s, mid-90s. It's going to be warm, and the ball will be flying even more than normal in Coors. As you go down some more, uh, wind blown out to center in San Francisco between the Indians and the Giants. Heading to the evening slate, you have Rangers, Orioles, weather starting off in the 90s and very humid. Great hitting environment there. Uh, Brew Crew at Pirates, not a bad hitting environment there either. As you go down some more, you got uh, Cardinals, Mets, nice and toasty. D backs, Reds, these are just all great hitting environments on the of cent- uh, north, northern central United States and the Northeast. Very nice stuff here. Detroit, Kansas City, wind blowing out hard to left, and in the 90s, very, 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 very nice. So, yeah, tons to enjoy with the bats, especially the evening slate. Let's get into your seven-game early slate. We have one expensive pitcher. One, Carlos Carrasco, 13-4 at the San Francisco Giants, and well worth the price of admission. Sure, Carrasco struggled his last time. I got in 19.5 points prior to that, 31.8, 28.2 Laid an egg against the Rangers within a 33.3, 26.1. Lots to love with Carrasco going up against the Giants team. A, scoring like the worst offense in baseball almost. Yeah, the at t Park is the worst offense or worst park for offense in baseball. Giants team totals three seven three. Carrasco lefty hitting three fourteen, Righty's only 284. We know how bad the Giants are in it, pretty much every facet of the game offensively. The only thing they don't do much is strike out. Strike about 19.5% of the time versus righty's. Carrasco in the last 30 days, 16th best on the barrel flip, Getting barreled 4.84% of the time, but he's striking out 36.3% of the batters he's facing. Carrasco, if you can afford it, 13-4, very, very nice. Now we dip down below the five-digit range, below 10,000. You got Sunny Grade, 9,600 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays, if he doesn't get traded. So keep an eye on that one, but he's been very, very good. Uh, One, two, three, four, four straight, 20.5 points or more. He's been outstanding. And Cleveland, White Sox, Braves, and the White Sox again, last three have been at home. He's been phenomenal at home, especially of late, as you can tell. Going up against a Tampa team, it's always risk reward. As we speak about the weather's going to be pretty nice to hit in the day action, but the Rays strike out 24.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching. sunny striking out about 23% and a ground ball rate of 55.3, which we really, really, really like. Tampa Bay's team total is the Third lowest on the day, slate at 3.88. Lefties 310, righties 343, reverse splits action. We know the Rays have tons of power. The and ISO are insane. A 204 ISO versus right-handed pitching is outstanding. But as you've seen in the first two games, it's Oko Coliseum, and it's hit and miss. The Rays can you know go bananas at any given moment, but at the same time, they strike out a ton, and these pitchers have been cheap. With upside, this, Sunny's expensive, but 9600 could easily get you 20-plus points is what you're looking for on these days where the pitching is not the best. If you're not going Sunny Sonny Gray, in that same game, you got Jacob Faria, or Faria at 9,400 against Oakland. He's been great. 16.2 points his last time, 14-1, 20.6, 16-7, 31-6, 28-1, 23-3. eight one twenty has been pretty good since getting called up, and on the road he's been even better. At home he's getting averaging 18 points to start. On the road, 24.1, a 1.69 ERA on the road. 26 and two-thirds, and he pitched 27 strikeouts. He's been very, very good this year. Going up against an Oakland A's team that strikes out twenty-five point four percent of the time versus righties. Faria's striking out twenty-four point three percent he's facing, very low hard contact rate, very low home run to fly ball rate. Lots to like about Faria in this one. A's fourth lowest total on the day at four one two. Lefties two thirty-eight, rightys two fifty-four. The A's do have power versus righties at a one ninety seven clip, but uh a lot to like with Faria. You can fade him, you know, they got Leandro Alonso, Lowry's been slumping, though. That's a big factor there, uh, you know Healy's slumping a ton Chris Davis went deep on Tuesday night but he's always a, a 0 for 4 or a couple home runs, you never know what you're going to get there, there's a lot to like with Faria at 9400 and last but not least in this $9,000 range, Dan Straley $9,200 at home against the Philadelphia Phillies uh, struggled his last hour out against the Dodgers, just wasn't striking guys out, he hasn't struck out guys very much at all lately, but before that Dodgers start twenty-four-four, fifteen nine, you know, eleven seven, twenty-one one, thirty-one nine. At home, he's been uh, getting seventeen points per start, two four three ERA, fifty Ks and fifty-five and two thirds innings pitch, something to like there. He's facing a Phillies team, as we saw tonight. And most nights, they do strike out quite a bit. They strike out twenty-three point nine percent of the time versus right-handed pitching. I, I said Straley hasn't been striking out many of late, but Overall, he's striking out twenty three point five percent on the season, almost a twelve percent swinging strike rate. Lots to like in that hitter friendly or pitcher friendly ballpark in Miami. Um, When it comes to the Philadelphia Phillies, they have the second lowest total on the day slate of three point seven nine. Lefties only two seventy seven. Lots of lefties in that lineup. Righties three eighteen, barely an average woba of three hundred and an average ISO of one forty three. First right-handed pitching, Dan Straley. If he could just get some more strikeouts, he's outstanding. Definitely twenty point upside, twenty plus point upside. And at worst, I think he's got a decent floor of you know twelve, thirteen, maybe even fifteen points. I think there's a lot to like with Straley, unless he just gets blown up for some reason. But ninety-two, very, very nice. So in your nine thousand dollar range, you got in this order: Gray, Faria, Straley. Lots to like on those ones. Uh, All good K upside pitchers you don't want to pay up for Carrasco at thirteen four, these are all good guys to start with mix and match with lots to like there when you drop down below that we got a guy at $7,700 Charlie Morton of the Houston Astros at home against the Seattle Mariners Chucky coming off a 21.9 point performance against the Twins prior to that at Toronto at 17.9 those were his first two starts after being on the DL for quite some time where he still pitched pretty well prior to that at home, he's averaging 19.6 draftings points per start, 53 strikeouts, and 47 innings pitched. Very, very good stuff with Chucky uh, this season. Facing the Mariners, who I forgot to show you that, I believe. Give me one second. He has faced twice this year. Combined 11 innings, 12 hits, 5 earned, 10 Ks, averaging 12.3 points per game against the Mariners. Hoping for a little more out of that, of course. We saw Peacock absolutely dominate today. People say the Mariners don't strike out a ton. They don't chase a lot. Well, they strike out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching, and Chucky uh, wants to follow in Peacock's footsteps. Charlie strikes out about 25% he faces. And the best part is, you know, hard contact at 35-3 is not ideal. Home run to five ball, 17.8%, not ideal. But a 50.6% 50 50. ground ball rate helps a ton, especially in that ballpark. So Charlie is a very good look here. He's the one, two, three. Fifth lowest total with the, with the Mariners on the day slate of 416. Lefty's only 290, righty's 347. Uh, we saw the Mariners blow up on McCullers, struggle against Peacock. You don't know which team you're going to get. Could be the good, could be the bad. But for 7,700, upside with Charlie and out of the other options tonight, he's one of the last ones. We're going to look at 7, or 7,700 for Charlie Morton. In that same matchup, a sneaky play. You know, the blowup's always there against the Astros, but... He has been great once he started figuring things out. People thought he might have been tipping pitches or whatever. Uh, Twenty, Basically 24 more points in three of his last four starts. I'm talking James Paxton coming off six innings, two earned, nine Ks against the White Sox. Most importantly, even though he you know two earned, two earned, one earned, three earned earn in his last four, but nine Ks in three of his last four starts. Goes at least six innings. Lots to like there, and most importantly, he's faced Houston twice this year in two starts, 13 combined innings, six hits, zero earned runs, 13 Ks. It's a strikeout per inning, averaging 26.9 DraftKings points against the high-powered Houston offense that will not have Carlos Correa. Sure, they still have Altuve. They still have Springer, Gaddis, and the list goes goes on and on. They do have weapons for days. There's no sugarcoating that, but Paxton is in. I'll even go as far as saying an elite arm. At 7400 bucks, It's a horrible matchup. Well, not horrible. It's a bad matchup. And that's why I think it would be really low-owned and tremendous upside. I laughed. I uh, had Vince Velasquez in a single-entry tournament tonight. I had him in a few. Like I played the same lineup in a few tournaments with a single-entry. Velasquez was less than 1% owned. Tremendous upside. He pitched well. He got me on think, like 18 points or something. On the top of my head, I could be off. But pitched really, really well for the ownership. It's huge. Paxton, tremendous upside. 4 3 team total for the Astros. Very low for them. Uh, lefty's 276 righty's 295 off of paxton now sure the woba's insane the iso's insane for the astros we know they could hit the baseball we would not be surprised if they blow paxton up and that's what DraftKings factors into the price the price of um 7400 bucks but paxton's only a 115 road dog at the moment and so vegas is even showing him respect where he's almost even you know pick em, pick 'em pick him type stuff but the price tag's crazy like, it is tremendous what you could get Houston doesn't strike out a ton, sure, 17% of the time versus lefties. In the last 30 days, Paxton's 6th best on the barrel fit. Listen for this one. In the last 30 days, James Paxton getting barreled. This is from Animal House, folks. 0.00% of the time. He has not given up a barrel in the last 30 days. He's striking out almost 31% of the batters he's facing in the last 30 days. Now, I want to keep prefacing it. It's the goddamn Astros. Anything can happen. But thirteen percent swinging strike rate, home run to fly ball seven percent. I think he's a makes for a very, very good if you if you are willing to take a risk and willing to deal with problems. He makes for a very nice GPP play. And last but not least, uh, the only real punt you could say we're looking at is Jordan Montgomery of the New York Yankees going up against the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota for six thousand two hundred dollars. Price tag is uh, is what's doing it for us here because there's not much below Paxton that I like on this even, uh, morning slate, day slate. And Montgomery, we've used him a lot, but he struggled of late. 3.6 points, 9.6, 10.4. Prior to that, that was at Boston, against Milwaukee, at Houston. Three really good offenses. Prior to that, though, pretty darn good. Really getting a lot of 20-point performances. The upside's there. We know he's got strikeout stuff. Um, last 30 days, he's 25th worst on the barrel fifth, so he barely makes that. Getting barreled 6.25% of the time, striking out 21.4%. Doesn't walk a ton, and he was limiting hard contact quite a bit. Face those three tough teams, shocker, your hard contact rate goes up. Minnesota strikes out about 20% of the time versus lefties. Still, overall in the season, 276 Hard contact rate's outstanding, 13.5% swinging strike rate. And Minnesota, you know, a 4.74 total is rather high, but lefties only 273. Righties only 306. Dozier and Snow—you definitely worry about versus a lefty. There's no questions there, but a 303 WOBE was barely above ab- average, and a 127 ISO—that is really, really, really bad stuff right there. So it's something to keep an eye on. It, it's intriguing as a punt play. You got a Twins team that overall has not been good against lefties. Now Montgomery's struggling, so the blowup's there. If you don't want to punt, you know, pay for a Paxton. Gamble with, if you're gonna, if you want to gamble, gamble with Paxton for 1,200 more. Knock yourself out. But the options are there. So, down below, Montgomery, Morton, Paxton. Overall, I got Carrasco up top, Gray, Faria, Straley in the middle, and Montgomery, Morton, and Paxton in your low-priced punts. Let's take a look at the bats for this early slate at the catcher's position. Gary Sanchez is against Barrios at 45. Love me some Evan Gaddis against Paxton if you're fading Paxton. Gaddis versus the lefties, great. 4,300. He double-donged on Tuesday night. Lots to like there. He's on fire. Um... Averaging double digits in his last 10 games. Wilson Contreras continues to wreck. He went deep again on Tuesday. Facing a knuckler, it's tough to say, you know, without a lot of experience, how he's going to do against a knuckler with 4,200 versus Dickey. Dickey could be a punt. We've used him a lot lately. If you want to use him as a punt, I have no problem with it. Uh, there's more upside with Montgomery, but Dickey could be another punt I did not mention before. As you go down the list, you've got the guys like JT Real Muto, 3,400 versus Nick Pavetta. One thing, day game, night game. Day game after a night game, beware of... You could get some good value when the lineups come out, just put it that way, because a lot of guys might, a lot of catchers might get the day off and you get some value in that one. But um, when it comes to Pavetta, lefties 289, righties are hitting 415 off Nick Pavetta, and he's been really bad on the road compared to at home. Really, really bad. So the Miami makes for an interesting play. Rio 3,400, hitting middle of the top of the order in that one. Uh, Kurt Suzuki of, Chicago, of Atlanta. If he's in the lineup against uh, the lefty Montgomery at 33, definitely worth a look there. As you go down some more, you know, if Hector Sanchez gets to start again versus John Gray and Coors at 32, that's worth a look. Tyler Flowers, if, if it's not Suzuki, Flowers at 31 versus Montgomery is definitely in play there. If Hannigan starts for Colorado versus Clayton Richards at 3K, that's not bad at all for some Coors action in that one. Otherwise, Tom Murphy at 29, not horrible either. Um, look and see who's catching for Cleveland. Matt Cain's on the mound at 2,900. you got Gomes at 2,900. If I can find the other one, I'll let you know, but he hasn't popped up yet. Uh, As you go down some more, Chris Jimenez likely to start versus the lefty Montgomery for the Twins at 28, could be in play. Andrew Knapp for Philadelphia. He will, or I would say he should be starting. Rupp got to start today versus the lefty. Knapp versus the righty Straley. When you look at Philadelphia, lefty's 277, righty's 318 versus Straley. Um, As you go down some more, you got like Bruce Maxwell of of the A's versus Faria at 25 as a punt option there. Um, Roberto Perez, that's the guy, 2,500 for Cleveland. If Gomes doesn't start, Perez might be worth a play in that one. Otherwise, see what lineups come out. You might get some nice sneaky value at the catcher's position. Going over to first base, A to the Rizzo, 5,400 versus Dickey is nice. Freeman at 52 versus Montgomery. Don't worry about the lefty-lefty. Mark Reynolds, 4800 versus Clayton Richards is outstanding. Not just because it's Coors, it's Reynolds versus Richards. You got to love that at 4800. Justin Bohr versus Pavetta. We mentioned the reverse splits with Pavetta, but Bohr is swinging a hot stick. 4600. Keep him in mind. And then Ian Desmond, if you're not using Reynolds, Desmond is first base outfield, so you can throw him in the outfield if you'd like. 46 versus Richard, definitely worth a look. Told you guys, Will Myers crushes it in Coors. He went deep on Tuesday night. He's 43 versus John Gray. Continues to be low-owned. I love the Padres. Again, I know John Gray's good. It's Coors, though. You take your gambles and you get the value with the lower-owned Padres. They are playing really well. Seven more runs tonight. Lots of home runs. Guys I mentioned, I have a, a crazy good lineup. The two guys that weren't in Coors who got five points each. If they double-digit, we're making some really good cash tonight. Really disappointed in that one. Um, as you go down some more, you got Gurriel, 4K versus Paxton, if you're fading Paxton. Yonder Alonso 37 versus Faria is not a bad look at all if you're not using Faria in this one. Um, As you go down some more, you got the likes of. uh, If Choi starts for the Yankees, he's first base outfield eligible at 32. Um, Garrett Cooper of the Yankees 3K versus Barrios, if you want to go that way. Probably wouldn't, but you can. Uh, As you go down some more, Sean Rodriguez, if he gets to start for the. Braves, he's first base, second base eligible, facing the lefty Montgomery at twenty eight hundred bucks. Rodriguez could be a nice little play right there. I don't mind that at all. At a punt, probably punt more at second than at first, but not bad for twenty eight hundred versus the lefty Montgomery. Going to second base, you got Altuve versus Paxton at fifty two is great if you're not using Paxton. Canover's versus than a forty seven, tremendous upside. Dozier only forty six versus Montgomery I like that a lot. Save you save six hundred on Altuve with the upside of Dozier. LeMahieu at 45 versus Richards and Coors is outstanding. So, of course, guys up to Jose Ramirez. Second base, third base is only 45 versus Kane. That's tremendous. Got to like that. Uh, Brandon Phillips. I guess the lefty Montgomery at 39. That's great. If you're not paying up and you want to pay below 4K, Phillips at 39. Very solid play First Montgomery. Swing a good stick. Hits lefties really well. Like that a lot. I mentioned Carlos. I'm going to butcher his last name. Asuhae. A-S-U-A-J-E. If someone knows how to say it, let me know. Um, I don't watch many Padres games live. He's uh, 3,600 against Gray. I love him. He's been batting second. He had 13 points on Monday night. He went deep on Tuesday. I think he got close to 20 points. Playing a really good ball, hitting him top of that order. In Coors at 36, tremendous upside there. Even if you're not stacking the Padres, you can get the value of a Coors player. You can put him like a two-man stack or just sprinkle him as one-offs in lineups. You need value. And they pay off. I've been doing that with Blash. I did it with this guy with a couple others this week, and it works out really, really well for the value. Because not all opponents get priced like this. It's pretty crazy. Take advantage where you can. Uh, Cesar Hernandez is back for Philadelphia. He's 3,300 versus Strayley. Definitely, we know the upside he has. He's still kind of trying to get back from the DL, so he might not be on fire yet. But remember that upside there. Uh, As you go down some more, Jed Lowry struggling, but only 2,800 versus Faria is not bad. Brad Miller, 2,800 with Homer upside versus John Gray, or Sonny Gray, I mean. I'd probably go Lowry, even though he's slumping just for the matchup. But if you want to go another 20, like I mentioned, Sean Rodriguez versus Montgomery. you got those options there. Uh, Check lineups. You might get some more um, options down below later. Let's head over to third base. Arenado had the night off on Tuesday. Better be in the lineup versus Richards at 5,500. Outstanding play. Mentioned Freeman earlier. Chris Bryant at 51. you got Marvin Gonzalez, 46. Not bad. I like Jose Ramirez at 45. I'd probably go Arenado, then Ramirez in that order. Miguel Sano at 41 versus Montgomery's on an outstanding price tag. Uh, went deep on Tuesday. Definitely a good price at 41. It's kind of a steal actually. Spangenberg, third base outfielder, eligible with 39 and Coors versus Gray. Definitely worth a look there. Uh, as you go down some more, Camargo versus Montgomery at 37. It's a little steep but it's not bad. Um... So you go down some more. You get the likes of uh, Mikel Franco went deep. He's three K reverse splits on Straily. If you want to punt with power upside, you know easy over four upside also, but three K with the power upside save you some money because pitching you might have to pay up a little bit today. So if you're gonna punt, it always helps to have a guy that has power. Not all guys have power. You punt sometimes just for like the five point upside, like our JT Riddles. But if you can punt and get a guy with power upside, it's even better. Shortstop, Lindor at 45 versus Kane's outstanding. Gene Segura at 43. Trevor Story versus a lefty in Coors. Story's been horrific, The 4200 bucks might be worth a nice little gamble on a day game in Coors. It has been weird. This is not a trend to just follow because as the summer goes on, runs happen more and more in Coors. But so far this year, I don't have the exact numbers. The day games in Coors on the weekdays, like the getaway days, have been eerily low scoring. It'll probably be like a fourteen to twelve game tomorrow on Wednesday. I mean, but for some reason, just very odd, and I love it because it helps me make money elsewhere when I fade them. But it's something to keep an eye on uh, as you go on. You know, Didi Gregorius went deep on Tuesday. He's thirty four hundred with Barrios. I love Barrios. If you want to gamble against New York, I have no problem with it. He's just looked really bad his last few. I'd rather spend money elsewhere. A little more stability elsewhere. But shortstop's pretty bleak. Um, see what lineups come out for value there. Not too much. To fall in love with on your shortstops' lines, you got Riddle down there in our normal below 3k range. Outfield, Blackman at 58, lefty lefty, I don't care. Guy is just a double digit point machine. Uh, Judge struck out against Bartolo Colon on Tuesday. If, if you missed Gift City all over Twitter, it's there. Springer at 52 is outstanding versus Paxton. Uh, Gerardo Parra, I don't care about lefty lefty there either, 48. Stanton, went deep again on Tuesday. The guy is on fire. He's almost a must play right now at 4,700 bucks. Especially against the reverse splits like Favetta. Love Giancarlo to go deep again on Wednesday. I mentioned Marlon Gonzalez. You got Ian Desmond, I come in at 46. Marcelo Zuna at 45. is not bad at all. As you go down some more, you know, like Brantley and Zimmer, both 43 versus Matt Cain. That's sneaky good. Matt Cain's just not good right now, guys. Really not good. Um, as you go down some more, you know, Schwarber at 42 against some knuckleballers. Dicey, but if you want to go there, bit Herrera keeps hitting better and better. His price tags up to 4,100. Perella and Coors against Gray at 41 is not bad either. Uh, as you go down some more, you got the likes of like Jason Hayward and Sobers at 4K. sticky It's okay if you want to go that route. Yellick at 39 versus Pavetta is not bad at all. I mentioned Spangenberg already. Matt Kemp hits lefties with a ton of power. He's facing Montgomery. He's only 3,900. So the Braves, as we can tell, are priced down. So keep an eye on some of those bats there. Um, you got the likes of the right-handed bat of Marisnyk versus Paxton at 38. That's expensive for Marisnik, but it would be an interesting GPP play. Uh, a little farther down, you go like um, Corey Dickerson, 36, versus Sonny Gray. Uh, Jabari Blash continues to put up points on their double-digit Tuesday night. He's 3,600 versus Sonny Gray. Or not, John Gray. I keep mixing them up, sorry. Against John Gray. Let's keep him in mind. Um, As you go down some more, Nick Williams versus Strayley at 34. Some nice power upside for the Phillies in that matchup. Don't mind that at all. Um, A little farther down, you got some Matt Joyce, 33 versus Faria. Troy, I mentioned at 32. Then it gets bleak. you got John Jay at 31, probably t- towards the top of the order for the Cubbies against Dickey in that matchup. If Nava leads off for the Phillies, 2800 bucks for a punt leading off isn't horrible. And then check lineups to see what other value comes from down below. So there you have it. Pitching again. Carrasco's up top. their middles. Gray, Faria, Straley down below. Montgomery, Morton, Paxton. Let's take a look at your uh, – Potential stacking options on your day slate. As we've mentioned a few times, you have the likes of uh, Coors in play between Colorado and San Diego. That's obvious, Captain Obvious type stuff. As you go down some more, you have uh, the Cubs versus Dickey. Not bad, 4.95 total. Lefties, 330. Righties, 340. The Indians versus Matt Kane, you absolutely love. 4.717 total. Lefties, 378. Righties, 352 off Kane. Burrios has been struggling lately, so if you want to go Yankees, you can. I like the left, the right-handed bats of the Twins versus Montgomery. The Marlins against Pavetta at 4-7-1 total is sneaky as well. And then I like the Braves. You get some cheap Braves right. in there at 4-5-5 total against Mike Montgomery. Could be very intriguing as well. And you can go elsewhere from there if you'd like. We'll do overall BVP at the end of quick hits, so stay tuned for that one. But let's move on to the seven-game game evening slate and we get started off with the highest price pitcher Mr. Jacob DeGrom at 12-6 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals the Mets are struggling the Cardinals are shutting down their bats they need DeGrom in a bad way coming off a 39 point performance against the Rockies and then he had 17 in his prior start in St. Louis, we in 17s, 8 hits 4 earned on 4 solo homers, only 5 strikeouts so 4 solo shots, got him Uh, Eight hits, four solo shots. So keep that in mind. Um, DeGrom's outstanding, though. He's 19th best on the barrel fifth the last 30 days, getting barreled 4.32% of the time, striking out 29.5% of the batters he's facing. St. Louis strikes out 21.3% of the time. They are the lowest total on the evening slate at 374. Lefties hit 288, righties 308 versus DeGrom. Yeah, DeGrom's definitely in play. St. Louis has hit New York really well this year as a whole, so it's sneaky, but DeGrom, definitely worth a look. If you want to gamble a little more, you can save 900 bucks and go to Zach Greinke at 11-7 at Cincinnati. It's not a good place to pitch in, but he's been outstanding. 30.8 points his last time out um, against Cincinnati at home. Seven innings, four hits, nowhere in seven Ks for 30.8. That's not a good uh, pitching environment either. So he's been really, really good back-to-back 30-point performances after scuffling a little bit. The Reds do hit really well. The last thirty days, uh, Grankey's tenth best on the barrel, 50 barrel, two percent of the time, striking out twenty-seven percent of the batters he's facing. Uh, Cincinnati strikes out almost twenty-one percent of the time versus righties. It's dicey because we know the power in that ballpark. It can get wild. It can get really wild. Cincinnati's team totals four-four-nine lefties, two-ninety-two righties, three-zero-one GPP play with Zach Grankey. So up top, I go to Grom, and then I go Grankey. Then we drop down to Garrett Cole, 8900 bucks at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Lefties hit him well. It's the thing we keep saying. It worked out for cool. It worked out okay for Nova until he runs late. Even the three-run homer shaw wasn't a killer because he was getting the strikeouts. He's coming off a 15.1 performance against St. Louis, but then great at Philly. Struggled against the Giants of all teams and great at St. Louis. He's faced Milwaukee twice this year in 14 innings, 5 hits, 2 earned, 13 Ks, averaging 26.1 drafting points per start against Milwaukee. We're going for that K upside in that matchup at 8900 bucks. It's definitely there. After Cole, the pitching's pretty rough. Um, I'm going Drew Pomerantz, 7,200 at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. Pomerantz, 14.7, 18.9, 17.3, 26.9 his last four starts. I take any of those the way the pitching slate looks up at 7,200 bucks. Um, he's faced Toronto once this year, five innings, one earned three Ks for 17.3 points, been much better at striking guys out at home, 60 Ks and 46 innings pitched averaging 17.9 DraftKings points at home this season. Uh, Toronto's faced back-to-back lefties in Johnson and, uh, uh, I'm blanking on who threw on Monday night, but, uh, They've done very well shutting them down for the most part, You're giving up a few runs, but getting the job done. Oh, Erod. Erod, he got beat up early, but then settled down, struck out like eight guys in like five or a third or six innings. So Pomeranz definitely has that upside. You have to worry once in a while walks for Pomeranz. But as a whole, uh, Blue Jays strike out 21.4% of the time versus lefties. Pomeranz striking out 25.5%. He faces ground ball rate over 45%, which is very nice. Team total for Toronto is 479. Um, Lefty's hitting 316. Righty's only 289 versus Pomeranz. Nice reverse splits in that matchup. Makes him intriguing because I think a lot of guys will try to avoid him because they see the Toronto bats and they get worried. And rightfully so, there's some thump there. But for 7200 bucks, there's tremendous upside. So in the middle, Cole and Palmerans. We have DeGrom, Granky, Cole, Palmerans so far. And the punts are ugly, ugly, ugly. Um, I might not even use them. I might just pay up for pitching and get valued bats on Wednesday night. If you want, you can roll the dice with Mike Leak at 6600. These are the kind; these are the punts I'll be looking at if I use any. He's really struggled. Two of his last, or three of his last four starts, six or less points. He had 23.2 at home against the Washington. Um, hasn't faced the Mets this year on the road. He's been much better with a 2.84 3 at 3.38, averaging 17.4 points on the road. He just doesn't strike guys out. That's one really terrifying thing. He's 15th worst on the barrel fifth the last 30 days. He's only getting barreled 4.13% of the time, but they're taking advantage of his 10.74% walk rate and only a 13.22% strikeout rate. And the Mets strike out only 19% of the time. First, right-handed pitching. So there's going to be a lot of balls in play, most likely. But they do have one of the lower team totals on the evening slate, which is why this kind of caught my eye. They They have the third lowest team total at 426 on the evening slate. Lefty's hitting 315, righty's 311. We know the thump is there with the Mets. But Walker and Wainwright pitched really well so far. Maybe Leak can pull a rabbit out of his ass, too. He's 6,600, worth a look. Jason Hamill, 64 at home versus Detroit. Um, averaging 11.1 points on the season 11.2, 14.9, 3.5, 14.5 in his last three starts. Averaging 11.1 points at home. He had one start on the year versus Detroit, four and a third, four hits. Four earned, four walks, two Ks for one DraftKings points. It's scary, bad start, but you look at overall in his career, he's faced, he's done really well against the lineup the Tigers are throwing out. I really don't want to use him at all. I'm just saying he's an option. He's pitched really well at times this year, and he's in a very nice pitching ballpark in Kansas City, even though the conditions weather-wise are not going to be good. So, GPP only. And last but not least, if you really want to gamble, Really, really want to gamble. For 5300 bucks. you can throw Martin Perez against Baltimore. Okay. We saw Ross get destroyed on Tuesday. We saw Casher throw a gym on Monday. Baltimore, I say it all the time, is bipolar. 10.4, 8.2, 10.3, 12.8. That's three as his last four starts for Martin Perez. He has not faced Baltimore this year. Um, it's sketch, sketch, sketch city. When you look at Martin Perez... Uh, Where's he at? Baltimore, here's the parts that are kind of intriguing. You know, Perez has a 44.5% ground ball rate, which is nice. Only strikes out 16.2%, but Baltimore strikes out 25.2% of the time versus lefties. That's intriguing. They have the highest total on the evening slate at 546, but lefties 278, righties 347, a Woba of only 308 against lefties. They have a decent ISO of 156. It's a tremendous gamble at $5,300. you will pay f- more than that for a lot of bats on a given night. So as a punt, give me double-digit points. We walk away and see what we can do. So that's why I'd probably use Perez over any of those three at the punts. If I had to use a punt at all, I might just use Pomeranzo as my cheapest guy. It's that bad. So you're pitching overall. DeGrom, Granke up top. Cole, Pomeranz in the middle. Then you have Lee camel Perez down below. Let's look at your bats. Catching. Salvador Perez, 3,700 versus Verlander. We love some Salvi Again, the Royals have tremendous history against Verlander. Verlander's hasn't been good most of the year, period. Especially on the road, he struggled a lot. Um, we'll get into the BVP. The hitting conditions are great. I hope Casey doesn't lay an egg on Wednesday because it is a phenomenal matchup for them that they've exploited in the past. Uh, Alex Avila... Against Jason Hamill, thirty five hundred bucks is tremendous. First base catcher eligible. We know how Avila crushes right handed pitching. If Trinos, I say this every time, he hasn't played the first two games, so maybe Wednesday's the lucky day. But Trinos, thirty five hundred versus Gossman, reverse splits. Righties crush Kevin Gossman on the year so far. We're looking at um, Texas's team totals: five hundred four, one of the highest. Lefties three eleven, righties three sixty one. Give me some Trinos, please. If he makes the lineup, of course. As you go down some more, you look into the likes of uh, Austin Barnes. If he gets to start for the Dodgers, facing the lefty Rodon, 3400. four to like that quite a bit. Barnes has been very productive, especially against left-handed pitching. Look into that. Look into Francisco Cervelli. Went deep on Tuesday, facing Zach Davies at 3400. Um, when you look at the Pirates, Davies, lefties 343, but righties are still hitting 316. Cervelli's been a very productive catcher. 3,400. Wellington Castillo. Beef Wellington destroys left-handed pitching. So if you're not using Perez as a punt, Beef Wellington at 3,300 is a great play in that matchup. Phenomenal play. Uh, I mentioned Chris Herman on Tuesday for 3K. He went ding-dong city. He had 20 points. Catcher outfield eligible at 3,300 versus Adelman. If he's in the lineup, we definitely look at Herman again as a great catching option. There's some really good catchers to target here. Way better in that early slate. As you go down some more, Manny Pena, 30K versus Cole, not bad at all. Uh, you go down a little farther. Uh, you look at the likes of, if, whew, I guess what will have to see the lines. Maybe Jeff Mathis at 28 if you have to. Sandy Leone, 25 versus Aaron Sanchez is intriguing. Um, wait and see what the lineups bring out. We might get some value down here. But overall, you might be paying up in the 3K range, low threes at catcher. Going over to first base, Goldie at 56 versus Adelman. Arizona versus Adelman is outstanding um, in that ballpark. Everything is to like, 501 total. Lefties, 335. Righties, 343 off Adelman. D-backs at 342. Woba's insane and a 194 ice over versus righties. In that ballpark's even better. Arizona's definitely in play. Bellinger at 5K. He's been playing well, but the lefty-lefty, I'm not saying he can't hit lefties. I might just pick other options, but... Rodon doesn't seem to go deep into games, so you could get late bullpen for Cody if you want to play that game. Justin Smoke destroys left-handed pitching. He's 4,500. Votto versus Granky, don't ignore it. He's 4,400. It's Joey Votto. There's certain guys, the the, the big guys, you don't worry about who they're facing. You get a discount at 4,400, you look into it. Not saying you use them everywhere, but you don't ignore it. That's all I'm saying. Eric Thames, 43 versus Cole. Lefties versus Cole. Uh, As you go down some more. Maybe some Mike Napoli at 41 to be different. Because a lot of guys won't use the righty-righty, but we know how righty Sid Gossman. So keep Napoli in mind at 41. Miguel Cabrera is one of the few that has good history against uh, Hamill, 4K. Price tags at the 4K finally. Eric Hosmer at 39 versus Verlander, definitely in play. We'll get to why later as we love those matchups. Lucas Duda continues to hit really, really well. He's 3,800 versus Leak. Not sure exactly what he did on Tuesday, but Monday 19 points, Sunday 14, 9 on Saturday, 12 on Friday. So since the All-Star break, 19, 14, 9, and 12. He's hitting really, really well uh, against guys like Mike Leak with the Mets. You're looking at lefties 315, righties 311. As you go down some more, Trey Mancini went deep on Tuesday. Definitely worth a look at 3,600 versus Perez. I mentioned Vila at 35, K with a Chris Davis at 35 versus Prev. Just don't worry about lefty-lefty. Um, as you go down some more, if you don't want to pay up, you can go Victor Martinez at 32. He's actually been decent to late. I still don't like using him, but he had 21 points on Monday. I know he drove in some runs on Tuesday. So V-Mart at 32 could be an intriguing play. Um, as you go down some more, it gets bleak, of course. So let's see what the lineups look like for extra value. Second base, Chris Taylor versus the lefty Rodon at 42, leading off for the Dodgers is in play. Dodgers team total versus Rodon. Where do they have them at? They're towards the top, 507 total. Lefty's 276, righty's 335. Dodgers ISO of 210 versus left-handed pitching is insane. Pedroia, 4,200 versus Sanchez. is swinging a really, really hot stick right now. Scope, 41 versus Perez. Merrifield, 4K versus Furlander. Both nice plays there. Kinsler, 39 versus Hamlet. Kinsler swinging it well. Back-to-back double-digit ballgames. As Drupal, Cabrera, 3,900 versus Leak. Like that quite a bit. Is some very good history in the past versus Leak. Um, go down somewhere. Maybe Scalzo, 3,700 if you want to get weird. Odor, 36 versus Gossman. I don't care if he's a lefty. You can smoke it. Yoan Moncada. Got called up tonight, Tuesday night, for Wednesday's action versus the White Sox after they made the Fraser trade and everything. He's second base, third base eligible on DraftKings. He's $3,400. bucks. is Quinta Maeda. He's either good or he's really, really bad. Moncada could be sneaky value at $3,400. 2nd base, third base eligible. A guy we love, Paul DeJong, has some good history. And very small sample, like three at-bats versus DeGrom at $3,300. 2nd base shortstop, if you want to go that direction. And then as you go down some more, you wait and see lineups for the value plays, of course. As we get to the third base position, Jacob Lamb, 51 in Cincinnati against Adelman, is outstanding. Justin Turner, 46 versus Rodon, is great. One of the best hitters in baseball against lefties this season. Hard hit rate, barrel rate, whatever you want to call it, he's got it. Machado, 46 versus Martin Perez, is outstanding as well. Donaldson versus at 45. is worth a look. Travis Shaw went deep again on Tuesday. He's 45 versus Cole and in play. Adrian Beltre, 42 versus Gossman, triple, third base, loaded tonight, loaded on Wednesday night. As you go down some more sort of value, Moustakas at 36 is outstanding. Nick Castellanos only had 45 DraftKings points on Tuesday. I loved him. I used him. He was on my cover. Um, sadly, J.D. was on there too. I got traded because so I loved him in the matchup. Castellanos was huge. He had 21 points on Monday. He's crushing the baseball. We keep saying the, it was the positive regression was coming. If you just looked at his advanced stats, he was getting very, very unlucky this year. Boy, oh boy, is he breaking out right now? At thirty six hundred bucks, could be in for another nice night on Wednesday. That's some value. Take advantage of it while you can. Uh, again, Moncada thirty four. As you go down. <sighs> On that Yankees day game, maybe Todd Frazier cracks the lineup. He's 32 on DraftKings, but he'll be in the Yankees game against Barrios. So keep that in mind. Eugenio Suarez, 32 versus Cranky. So you want to punt something. And then other than that, you got David Fries, only 28 versus Davies, has some upside at a cheap price tag there. Heading over to the shortstop position Corey Seager at 48. Chris Owens at 46. I love a ton. He was back in cleanup on Tuesday at 44. I liked him. I don't care if it's right here or lefty. 46. Owings' upside is nice. Andres at 41, not bad at all. As you will compare, like I mentioned earlier, at 39 is very solid. Jordy Mercer hitting righties very, very well this year at 3800 bucks Could be a nice below 4K option for you there. As you go down some more, like Kozart at 35, we loved him on Tuesday against the lefty and he did very, very well. Against Granky, not as much. Too Low at 34 had another good night. We'll take him again at 34. Not a bad price tag. Catel Marte at 34 if he gets a start. Play great in AAA, so maybe worth a dart there. Paul DeJong again, thirty-three, and then it's bleak. You got to see what value comes out, like Dixon Machado, see just Escobar, Torres. different value that pops up at the middle infield positions. They're always worth punts. Head to the outfield. Mookie Betts at fifty-two, definitely in play. AJ Pollock had another good game on Tuesday. Starting to really swing it well at fifty-one. Part of your Arizona stackage. Conforto at fifty-one against Leakes, an outstanding play as well. McCutcheon forty seven, Peralta forty six, with Owings a part of your Arizona Magic, definitely worth a look. Uh, JD Martinez, they already have him for the Arizona Arizona Diamondbacks. He's going to be in Cincinnati against Adelman at forty four hundred. I think I got to use him. His first game with Arizona, you got to use him with his new ball club in the middle of that order. My goodness, in that ballpark, that could be fireworks for JD at forty four hundred. Jay Bruce at forty four is outstanding. Joey Bats, 43, with some nice upsides. a Trumbo at 43, both facing lefties. Good matchups there. Mentioned Thames, mentioned Taylor already. Uh, as you go down some more, Adam Jones versus Perez at 4K. Steve Pierce hits lefties really, really well. He's 4K versus Pomeranz. Those guys are both worth looks in that one. Jay Up, 39 versus Hamill for a below 4K option. A not bad below 4K option. Adam Duvall, 39. No more Mazzara, 38 versus Gossman. I like that quite a bit. Tommy Fan continues to crush. I know he's facing DeGrom. If you just want a one-off, we're not looking to target DeGrom. He had 10 more points tonight. He had 25 points on Monday. He's averaging over like over double digits, basically, his last 10 games. He's swinging the bat really, really well against lefties and righties. Melky Cabrera, 37 versus Quinta Maeda. Definitely worth a look. Melky's been swinging it really good. Don't, Tuesday night was Kershaw. Move past that. He's swinging a really, really good bat. Um, you go to like a sensu Chu leading off against Gossman. He went deep leading off on Tuesday. Definitely worth a look. Mentioned Mancini. As you go down some more, you got like uh, Kevin Pillar versus Palmer at 34. He's back towards the bottom of the order, which really stinks, but he's there. Mikey Motuk has some power at 33, filling in for J.D. Martinez right now. Joey Ricard of Baltimore facing the lefty at 3,300. Has some nice value upside in that one. Mentioned Chris Herman at 33. I love love that play if he's in the lineup versus Adam. And so much value in that lineup in that ballpark. Tremendous value. as you go down some more, you know, Adam Engel usually bats ninth for the White Sox from the left side versus Maeda at three K. If you need a punt, that's gonna be another one. You have to see what what guys come out. Like all of a sudden Sierra came out for St. Louis. I used him on a little bit here and there. Didn't do a ton, but he's got upside. Um I haven't even seen him yet. Oh, there he is. He's 2,700 versus DeGrom. Much better matchup, obviously, on Mondays and Tuesday than on Wednesday. That's the problem. So, yeah, wait and see. There's not much else. To like Maybe Alex Gordon at 2,100 versus Verlander. That's sneaky, actually. I know Gordon's been bad. You can also get Brandon Moss at twenty three versus Verlander. They both haven't been great this year, but they have power upside. For a punt play at that price, it's interesting. So there's your, there's your bats. you got pitching, DeGron, Granke up top, Cole, Pomeranz in the middle, Leak, Hamill, Perez down below. Looking at your evening stacks, Baltimore against Martin Perez. If you're not using him as a punt play, the right-handed bats hit 347 off of him. Top team total on the board. Uh, Dodgers versus Rodon, righties hit 335. I love that. Rangers, lefties and righties, but especially righties hit 361 off Gosman. And then D-backs versus Adam, and they're expensive, but they're the fourth – Highest total on the evening slates. Maybe they get overlooked a little, hopefully. 501 total. Lefties, 335. Righties, 343. JD Martinez is likely to make his debut. There's a lot to love in that lineup. Herman's cheap. God dang, there's a lot to love in that lineup. Tigers versus Hamlet, 480 total. Lefties, hitting 334. Righties, 312. Castellanos continues to crush the baseball. Um, gotta love some of that. Uh, Pirates, Lefties versus Davies, hitting 343 uh royals have tremendous history versus verlander 470 total on the evening keep that in mind for some reason i'm seeing a seven o'clock start time for the angels and nationals and they're nowhere to be found on the DraftKings slate they got to be starting at like three o'clock or something it's got to be a typo on what i'm reading right here so there's your stacks let's look at your bvp before we take off for the day um Hayward, 5-for-19 for for only a two sixty three average, but a double and a triple versus Dickey. So not a lot of Cubs have even seen Dickey. Keep that in mind. Uh, As you go down some more, Yankees and Twins, neither team has faced Montgomery or Barrios. That's always intriguing when you're using pitchers. Always intriguing. Um, for The Actuals versus Paxton, small sample, but Maristak's 4-for-11 with two doubles. Other than that, as a team, they're only about 209 against him. Springer's only 3 for 18. Two of those three hits are home runs. is 4 for 15. That's not good. Altuve, 3 for 14. Pax has had their numbers so far. We'll see if it continues, but he's had their numbers so far. Um, And as a whole, Morton's done really well against them too. So, interesting matchup there. Padres, Rockies. Arenado's 4 for 9, lifetime versus Richards with a double and a triple. Desmond batting 338, 6 for 18 with two homers. Yeah, Parra or Gerardo Parra, five for sixteen with a double. It's a three twelve clip. All small samples, but very good things to like. Will Myers is six for fifteen lifetime off of Gray with two doubles and a homer. Most of the guys have not seen Gray. Evan Longoria eight for twenty three lifetime for Sonny Gray with three doubles and a homer. That's not bad actually, surprisingly. As you go down some more, da, 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 da. Lucas Duda small sample, but I already loved them before I saw this, but this really lit, lit it up. Six for eight lifetime with a double and two homers against Leak. Love that. Uh, Cabrera's four for twelve versus Leak for a three thirty three clip. Again, not big samples, but stuff to keep an eye on. Martin or Mark Trumbo versus Martin Perez, five for twelve lifetime. That's a four seventeen average with a double and two home runs. Um, Machado's taking him deep. Ricard's three plate appearances against me. He's two for three with a double. So keep that in mind as you go down some more. Like Ruggio Dorr versus Gospin's only 3 for 9, which is 3.33, but all three of those hits were doubles. Choose taking them deep. Uh, Zach, uh, Josh Harrison versus Zach Davies only 4 for 6, but that 2 doubles hitting 6.67. McCutcheon's 4 for 8 with a homer. Polanco's 4 for 10 with a double. Small, small, small samples. As a whole, the, the Brewers are batting a bucko 4 versus Garrett Cole. Love that. Love it. The Red Sox versus Aaron Sanchez, Mookie Betts, only four for sixteen as a whole two sixteen against him, so buyer beware there. Um, one that I loved, I told you don't worry about Joey Votto's price tag against Granky. Was it forty two or forty four lifetime? This is decent sample size, twelve for thirty two lifetime. It's a three seventy five average, four doubles, three home runs. Definitely something to enjoy right there in that ballpark too. Now to the Royals. Bonifacio is only four for seven. It's a 571 clip with a double. Salvador Perez, batting 414, 24 for 58. Great sample size. Eight doubles, two home runs. Brandon Moss has taken him deep twice, but only batting 211 and 19 at-bats. Eric Hosmer is batting 268, but 22 for 82. Good, good sample size. Five doubles, a triple, two home runs. Lorenzo Kane's is batting 275, 11 for 40 with two doubles and a homer. Alex Gordon bat a buck ninety six. But out of his 18 hits and 92 at-bats, he's got five doubles and three home runs. So he's got some power against him. Little little bit of things to like right there. Miguel Cabrera, 6-for-14 off of Jason Hamill with two doubles. That's about it there. Upton's taking him deep twice, but only about 216 against him. Uh, that's the Angels Nationals. So yeah, that'll do it. There you go. There's your BVP. Not too much, but not too little. Seven game early. Seven game late on Wednesday. It's a lot to like. Check us out, ThesportsdGens.com at thesportsdjons. Check out DFS Golf God's British Open preview. Outstanding stuff to get your DFS lineups ready. Also, Bench with episode 45. He joined me, as always, to preview the the next major. Tons of course preview, course history, and a lot of DFS talk. Really good stuff. Give it a listen, about an hour and 15 minutes. You can skip ahead like 20 minutes or whatever to get to the DFS. Really good stuff there. Good strategy talk. A lot of good stuff to get into it to build your lineups. Um, Bitch with Bubba, episode 46 with Nate Dawkin from Fan Tricks, Big Guy Fantasy, The Nasty Cast, Fantistics, tons of the like there. He's been on before. Great talks with him. Minnesota Twins, Fantasy Baseball, and Game of Thrones, episode one, season seven, recap, tons of the like there. Um, and check out everything else. Lots to love on the sports DJs these days. Uh, rate, review, spread the word of all the podcasts so we can keep growing them and making them bigger and better. But more importantly, good luck on your Wednesday slate. Seven game early, seven game late, lots to like. And then get ready for the British Open. It starts tomorrow or Wednesday night. It'll start Wednesday night while you're sleeping most likely. But good luck on Wednesday. Let's make some money. And I'll catch you guys on Thursday. This was MLB, DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 19th edition. I'm out.